I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. you know, because he's, he's, yeah. he's been in the hobby for a while, I guess, and uh, he just enjoys it. And he's great to the, to the kids like my son and uh, who, who, who will come in, Bryce, and, uh, you know, he'll give them some packs of cards to open up and um, – you know, uh, and, and some of the other guys, kids that come in, he just, you know, he's, he's very generous with the, uh, with the packs of cards for the kids to enjoy, to, uh, you know, enjoy, enjoy the hobby. Well, that's awesome. All right. Well, we'll get, we won't keep you. We'll get going here. We're going to no, talk all right. about, I got, I'm in the what? car. I'm driving in. I'm driving in right now. Hold oh, up. Okay. I want to know your Dunkin' order real quick. I saw I saw you sipping on it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you have a large... Uh, What's do we that? have a match with Courtney? What do you got? Oh, I got a I got large iced coffee, uh, unsweetened. Uh, just the shot, vanilla shot with uh, cream and sugar. Okay, plain Jane. I like that. What do you got, yeah, Courtney? Yep. I'm a caramel and cream iced coffee. He's a he's a typical Boston guy representing the Duncan. I gotta oh, I gotta there, appreciate. There, that. there you go. There you yeah. go. Yeah, I, I, yeah, being home and then seeing, especially when. My lazy ass sees a drive-through, and I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't walk in anywhere. I got to go through the drive-through. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's get going. So we're going to talk about uh, stadiums. All right. And, yes. And also, we're going to also dabble in the um, the art of uh, getting mad after a start. So. Um, okay. And uh, <laughs> all right. Here we here we go. All right, three, two, one. All right, there's nobody, we always say this, but there's nobody we'd rather have on the Bradfoe Show than Rich Hill. He's, uh, I don't know if you're in the Bradfoe Show Hall of Fame, but if you aren't, you're going to be, Rich. Congratulations. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it in this uh, drive into the ballpark. Yeah, listen, there's no, no nothing gets your adrenaline pumping more than uh, driving in the ballpark, doing a podcast with us. And obviously we have Coop, we have Courtney, we have the whole gang here. Baseball is not boring. Um, scream it from the mountaintops. And once again, there's not a uh, there's not a dearth of things to to talk about when it comes to baseball not being boring. Last last week, Rich, we had on Johnny Gomes talking oh. about the the art of fighting in baseball. Right. So mm-hmm. there you go. There's no better person. Um, no. And so, yeah. so this week uh, we want to play off we, a couple different things. We want to uh, talk about stadiums because you've played in a lot of them you, yeah. you as a as a host and as a yeah. visiting player and this is right. obviously jumping off point is uh young Winkowski talking yeah. about Rick Field. 
<laughs> and, uh, and then we want also want to get into the um, the anger uh, of that you might have after having a bad performance or a performance that you don't want, and that obviously plays off of young Mr. Chris Chris Sale. Um, uh, <laughs> And what's I think the bad. proper term to use there is probably stress relief. Well, yeah, yeah and, and listen, I, I got a feeling like much oops, like oops onto something. Mu- yeah, much like we had, you know, like I felt like we hit the sweet spot with Johnny last week with with the with the fighting in baseball. I kind of feel like this subject we're gonna hit the sweet spot with Rich. <laughs> yeah, a couple. Of these are these are Steph Curry three pointers here. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right. Um, so Josh Winkowski. He's after his start at Wrigley Field. He says he calls Wrigley Field stock standard. And so before we go around the, the, the horn here and talk about this, I'm going to give my take, which is I just took it as, listen, this is a young guy. He, he probably is prioritizing a big visiting clubhouse. He, he doesn't really care if there's, regu- uh, there's um, ivy on the walls or not. Like he just sees this park. And this is what it is. And this is sort of a new generation and, and not everybody's in the history. All right, Courtney, you've been to a lot of parks. First of all, my question is when you heard that, what was your reaction? And, and then, and then I get, no, what was your reaction to that? So we'll go around the horn. Well, as someone that is a baseball historian, which I am, I, you know, you don't, we've talked, Rob, you're not, there's not a bigger baseball fan in general than me. And I'm definitely an old school baseball fan for someone my age. Um, but as a White Sox person, I kind of got a little bit of a chuckle out of it because Wrigley is a rat hole. It is. They can renovate it all they want. They can put lips <laughs> on it. It's a rat hole. So it made me laugh because I don't. I can't disagree with it. However, similar to Fenway, and I live right by Wrigley, which is kind of crazy for me to say, when you're approaching Wrigley and you're driving down Clark Street and you see a baseball stadium in the middle of a neighborhood, there's nothing like that. Kind of yeah. similar to Fenway. So, you know, I kind of go back and forth on it as a White Sox person, sort of hating it, but also appreciating the nostalgic behind it as well, that it's a very cool concept. It's a That's great right? it's, it's a great perspective, number one. None of us live by Wrigley like you do, which is, right. again, a great perspective. But also, the, the fact is that I, I don't think anyone's the, – the area around Wrigley is awesome. It, it blows oh. away Fenway Park, and we can get to that in a little bit. But yeah. still, it's it's when when you hear that people in Chicago being there, they were so mad, like they were so mad, Courtney, oh, right? Oh, that Wrigley has a very strong, passionate fan base. The Cubs don't, but Wrigley Field does. So when you're insulting Wrigley Field, you're insulting the city of Chicago. So that was that was a no go for the young man. That was a no go. So it's insulting oh, so, an institution, not a yeah, yeah. not a stadium. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Coop, what, what was what was your reaction? I mean, I, you have to look at it as if I was a Chicago resident or if, you know, the shoe's on the other foot. If someone's making fun of Fenway, I'm going to be, you know, rip shit about it. Um, and, like, extremely irrational. But, like, Fenway's tough to sit at. I, I understand that, like, Fenway has so many critiques to it, but it's the same feel. It's an old ballpark. It has so much history to it that you feel it when you walk in. Um, I, I think of, uh, fever pitch when they talk about like the first time that he saw all that green, like mm-hmm. I have that same feeling every time I walk up through the tunnel, it, it's still credentialed mm-hmm. to this day. Like 
it's a magical feeling. Um, it's not stock standard. No, and like I don't even like I don't understand. So what is what is? Stock I don't know. Okay, all right. So this we never define this. Let's go to Rich. All right, Rich, <laughs> uh, you played for the Cubs. Yeah, correct. Um, I did. Yes. It, yes. Yeah. So so you know, and you you grew up going to Fenway Park. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the first there's a lot to pick through here, but yeah. When you heard this, when you heard that your teammate said this, what was your reaction? No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, but uh, I thought, like you did, Rob. You know, young guy just got called up. You know, he's throwing the ball well. Uh, and he's, and he's a good guy. I mean, he's, he's been, he's been great in the clubhouse, you know, good to get to know so far. I mean, you know, it takes time um, uh, for me and, and for all of us just to kind of be around each other for, uh, you know, from the beginning of the season, but then when you get called up, you know, you get to know a guy as the season gets to go on. So, um, you know, I think it's just a comment that he made after seeing maybe three, three stadiums so far. Um, you know, it's, but it's tough. It's, it's, it's a tough, you know, it's kind of, I, 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 I can see it from one aspect where it's like, okay, you know, uh, I've been, you know, I'm trying to think of where he, where he was before Cleveland, maybe did he go on the Cleveland trip? Uh, yeah, well, uh, I mean, so like, I'm, you... I'm just trying to put it like you were saying, like, you know, you're, you're used to these big plush, you know, beautiful, uh, facilities, but when, when we think about Wrigley, I mean, yes, the history is, it's just like Fenway. It's not, it's not, it's, it's, it is an institution. It, 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 as we all are in this game, we're just stewards to be able to make sure that we can pass it along better than we found it. Right. But, and not to, you know, screw it up as we go along the way. Um, and I think that's something to put it in perspective when you see uh, stadiums like Fenway or Wrigley um, which are really the only two besides Los Angeles that have any real, real, true historical value that is uh, pre-2000, you know? Um, you, and you, I think that's... Agree, that, that, Rich, do you agree with me where, you know, and like he's going to see more parks. He's going to see... Yeah. He's going oh, yeah, to other pitch, parks. But do you agree with me that, long time. that this is... But this is a, a sort of a microcosm of maybe and not to sound like old man yelling at clouds but this is a microcosm of this is like listen we we want these these young players to appreciate history but the reality is and we want it's just like we want this is goes back to the baseballs and boring thing right we want people to pay attention to the game because we're like oh no you don't understand but they want the video games they want the instant gratification way way to generalize me rob yeah like like (laughs) I, he is such an aberration. Like he actually likes baseball, and he's young. But do you agree with me that maybe this this was sort of a byproduct of that? I, I think so. I think yeah. The the time of where we're at and what we're seeing, and and to your point of the instant gratification, and baseball is such a delayed gratification mindset because you know we play 162 games. Uh, you know, we lose, lose some tough games. We win some tough games. Um, and it's, and it's an act of attrition over, over the whole season. And that's where I think the value of understanding how tough it is to play this game. And when you see places 
like Wrigley Field or like Fenway Park and or like old Yankee Stadium, uh, the history that walked through there and the players that came before us and the writers that came before us and the media that came before us that 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 had a you know a certain style or or you know were able to paint a picture for the audience or the fans to to understand what was going on at the time in that moment and how special it is 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 just you know for us to understand it now i think is is very valuable because uh you know it wasn't just people coming through and it's just not a washing machine you know it 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 actually means something so i think that's that's you don't want to lose that that gravity yeah with rich because the last um stadium i went to was uh arlen stadium and you walk in there and it's just there's nothing it's like a mall you know i mean they got the wild club out in center field (laughs) i walked in and i walked out i'm like this is not I might have just been a sports bar, you know, it's just, there was no feeling to that ballpark at all. And I go to a lot of these newer stadiums and it's that similar, very sterile, nothing, not that gritty, good baseball feeling that you get from Mm -hmm. like a Wrigley or a Fenway. So, you know, it's, it's definitely a different game and just a different way the ballparks are now. I I very much agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You can't lose that. I'd hate to see that kind of, be removed from baseball, you know, like, okay, hey, we're going to build a new Wrigley field. It's like, well, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I anyway, last, I'm just want to say, I felt fortunate to play in Wrigley before there were any advertisements in there. And that's yeah. serious. I'm dead serious. That's before they had, you know, the first advertisement they had in there was like Under Armour. And I, I yeah. couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, here we go. That's it. Beginning of the end. <laughs> so, well, I mean, <laughs> think about it. Like I'm at Fenway right now. And I'm looking at the left field wall, Jim Beam, Red Sox Scholars, MGM, you know, PMC Challenge, uh, um, Union. You know, like it was, that was when they put that up, it was like, oh my goodness, you can't do that. Like, what's happening? But, you know, the one thing I want to go back to that that term, which I like it because it's something we can latch on to the stock standard thing. But it was, it was, it was so the opposite of, like, you can hate Wrigley. You can say, like, I don't like Wrigley because it's, it's cramped and everything else. But it's not stock standard. According to earmuffs, you know what stock standard is? Guaranteed rate field. Wrong. No, oh, really? That's wrong. Okay. <laughs> I swear I'm not just saying this. Stadium. All right. Um, first of all, they that was one of the older stadiums, older new stadiums. Yep. And when it was first built... Oh, yes. It was very cold, very dank. They've done, yeah. and I swear yeah. I'm not, they've done a hell of a job with that stadium. Yeah. We have Ivy and Center. We've got the great, one of the first stadiums to have a great scoreboard. Every, it, is a, it is a good scoreboard. A good scoreboard. A good they, scoreboard. They finally painted, they painted the concrete, which needed to be done, made a very nice, very nice uh, look to it. All black. Seats Before now. with the concrete, it was terrible. It was gone. In all honesty, I have taken like novice baseball fans to that stadium, and I asked them because I'm genuinely curious. Hey, you know what do you what do you think of the stadium? Bar none, they say it exceeded my expectations. Oh wow! Is all that right, because cool. they're novice though? Why, <laughs> Coop? I expected more from you. Well, the other the other thing the other thing that has to be brought up too is I think when you're at Wrigley, if we're gonna talk about Wrigley, you know. 
40,000 fans on a Tuesday day game. I mean, we're, uh, you know what I mean? And, and they're, they're not paying however, us, but yeah, I think it's great. But they're well, 15 games behind, you know, whatever, 500 or whatever they were. And you, you get that every single day there as a player. That means, you know, it's, it's very, it's very, it's great to play in front of those environments, just like it is in Fenway. Yeah, you, know, well, you come it, here it, every day and forty thousand. You know, it's it's amazing. And you know, if you want to go play in the and this is, I don't know, I got to be careful what I say. <laughs> but if you want to go play, you know, in the AL Central, right, where you're not going to get those crowds every single night as you do here in in Fenway, and even Yankee Stadium for that huh. matter, they're not sold out all, all right, the time. All right, Rich, just say it. Is guaranteed rate a stock standard? Ballpark. I'm not going there. That all, all, all ballparks. <laughs> they're all special butterflies. He said they're AL. Great. It's the it's the big league. Let's up, oh, but but it is true. It is true. <laughs> it is true. That's a true statement. AL Central with Minnesota. If we're gonna if we're gonna actually call it what it is, you know, you're getting fifteen to twenty thousand fans on average every game. You're not selling out. They're not selling out every night. Right. It's not Boston. It's not New York. It's not Chicago. And even in L.A., L.A., you know, yeah. you know, they're getting 30,000 30, a night. But still, they have another 20,000 that they can seat in there. Do you, you think, that, do you think that owners, when they – or really, when cities pay for the, the stadiums. But when they build new stadiums, do you think owners should build to the capacity of what it can be in the, the playoffs, which I assume is what they do currently? Or should they do – like, build it the size of Fenway and get, like – Set it at thirty thousand, and that's no, not going to be a be, giant if, amount. Have, have you guys been down to Atlanta's new field, the Braves? Yes. I think that's, that's perfect. one I've not yet. Per- perfect. It's unbelievable. It's probably thirty-five, forty thousand. I mean, in my opinion, and it's 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 an incredible environment. There's tons of stuff to do around the ballpark. It's a ballpark village. You know, and I and I don't, in in my opinion, I don't believe taxpayers should pay for the ballpark. I think ownership should pay for the ballpark, any Great. ballpark, any stadium that's being built. Because what's the ben, what's the benefit for the taxpayer? What are they getting? You getting free tickets? You getting season tickets? You getting ten percent off, fifteen percent off your ticket? You're not. Coop, as Sorry, a political science major, man. do you agree? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, so there's there's a lot of things that go into that because you have cities that they vie for, you know, an economic boom with creating those mini like, city areas within like, within and around a, a stadium. And that's supposed to generate job growth and, you know, housing markets within that area and everything. But uh, it, it doesn't really, it, it, it the effects no, well, of it don't look, really look pay Detroit, off, especially Detroit, when you're paying to, billions of dollars. Me. And, and Cordy and Rich, maybe, you know, you have a better perspective of this than I do, but I've covered games in Detroit. I, so in Camden Yards is the perfect example of this, right? We're going to build this park. We're going to build up the community. Boom. There it is. Um, and then Cleveland tried to do it. It's sort of still depressed, but whatever. Detroit tried to put a bunch of casinos around. And it's like, eh, you know, it, it's not, it's, it's a bunch of casinos. Like that, it doesn't. It, it didn't really, to me, didn't revitalize the community. I mean, am I wrong? Well, especially compared to what Old no, Tiger Stadium no. used to be, which yeah. I was able to get into Old Tiger Stadium as a child. That stadium was absolutely incredible. Talk yeah. about a cool, great feeling. Yeah, it was. I mean, phenomenal. Yeah. 
And now you go into Comerica. I mean, the skyline's nice in the in the center field and all that, but it's not even close to the same thing. It's, you know, the foul ground is really large and it's just the seats yeah. pushed back. It's just a very they fumbled on that for sure compared oh, to Oh yeah. And I think they I think they've to well, they your point yeah. about Miami. I think they fumbled on a few new stadiums yeah. here. You know? And that's unfortunate. But yeah. I won't say anything bad yeah. more about guaranteed rate. I apologize. <laughs> I mean, Coop, I know Coop's sitting there agreeing with me totally. Right, Coop? I mean, I so growing up, growing up going to Fenway, well, that's pretty spoiled. Uh, going to college, I was in the DMV yeah, area. So I yeah. was going to Nationals Park and, and Camden Yard. And like, I think those are two great parks as well. I, I think National Parks kind of gets dumped on from time yeah. to time. But they have an incredible area around the park, and I think the park itself is really fun to, to catch a game at. I think Hoffman Stadium is very underrated, speaking oh. of my people. I think that's very yeah, underrated. Yeah, it's, it's older, but it's nice. It's like Dodger Stadium in that way, right, Rich? Rich? Hey. Yeah. You guys are cut, cutting out a little bit. Uh, okay. Rich, Rich is in the thick of Boston traffic Can you hear right me? Now. Yeah. yeah, we got you. We got you. Uh you must be going down Storrow Drive. Just I know about exactly. to get it into the Thomas P. O'Neill Jr. Tunnel. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right. Well, uh, if you could hear you it, great. Hear me? But, yeah, Coop, I was going to ask you, Coop, Coop, what up? Uh... Oh, I was going to ask Coop, did you ever go to the RFK? No, so I so I went down to GW uh, down in 2016, so oh, we just lost them big time. Oh, we, talking, got, we got the talking, spinning go world ahead, of death. Talking, go ahead. But I went down to GW uh, down in 2016, so I didn't get to catch the Nats at RFK at all. Uh, and I refused to ever – I mean, the Patriots really were never there when i was down there so i never got to go into rfk so it's it is what it is i i'm kind of glad i haven't been able to go in there i feel like i would get tetanus or something or if i went into the bathrooms i'd get peaky blinded um uh, so it's all right it is what it is okay so, okay so so let's go so okay before we move on to the next subject the top 
stadium that you look forward to going to that's not your home stadium. Okay, here we go. Rich, go first. That's not my home stadium. So yeah, Fenway that's not Fenway Park. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, if you could, go, if you could take your son Bryce to a game, like um, what would it be? Either, yeah, either Wrigley or Dodger Stadium. All right. There you go. Not Dod- I mean, Dod- Dod- I say Dodger Stadium and playing there for four years. It, it is absolutely perfect. Whoever designed it in the 60s or late 50s, it is. I mean, honestly, it's going to stand the test of time. What they did in the outfield is great. You know, they made it a little bit more of a fan experience. Um, and it, you know, I don't know. And I and I go off of playing surfaces. So, if, you know, Wrigley's nice playing surface. But once you get out west, that grass, you know, we talk about Oakland and Oakland gets a bunch of crap. And it should, and it should, uh, but the playing surface is unbelievable, which nobody cares about that. Except no, I said, is it I, is I, it ever like <laughs> golf? Is it ever like golf where like guys are kind of like, oh, the the course beat me today? Is it ever the turf beat me today? Uh, I don't, I don't know necessarily if it's the turf. Yeah, no, that doesn't. I don't. I haven't heard too much of that. I mean, you'll see a bad hop here and there, or you know, guys. You know, I'll, I'll complain about the mound every now and then, but not really. How fast uh, does that typically get fixed when you when you uh, make an input? Um, it depends on if it really needs to be done or it's just a day where it's like, oh, it's kind of different. It's not the same as it was last start or, you know, uh, maybe somebody else worked on it differently, you know, this time around or on that day. You know, the mound. I only deal with the mound. So, yeah. Um, you know, and you can tell sometimes I'm trying to think of some places where the infield gets kind of, you know, really. Well, I tell you what, Fenway yeah. used to have like rich. I mean, I don't know, like what iteration that you first played on the Fenway field, but it yeah. was it was brutal. I mean, it was brutal. Yeah, yeah it's bad. But, huh? Yeah. Before but, Mooney, listen. before Mooney. No, no, no. During Mooney. Nah, oh, they yeah. ripped up. They ripped up the field. I think it was after. Maybe it was right around 2004, 2005. They ripped it yeah. up. But, uh, oh. it's, yeah. as Having played just uh, executed an awesome media game there, I can tell you that the hops are true. Love um, I am not blaming the, uh, the the infield for my inadequacies. All right, Courtney, yeah. what's what's the uh, park? You, you, you say. I agree with Rich on Dodger Stadium. Really cool experience. But to me, hands down, PNC in Pittsburgh is. Oh, good one. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Very, very underrated. Very yep. underrated. That's in my. That's that's definitely in my top five as well. There you go. Yeah. All right, Coop. What do you got? So I've been to very, very few stadiums. Uh, Fenway is obviously my number one, but if we can't pick that, uh, I it, I gotta go. go with if Sam. you could go to one, not even go like, to one. Oh, Dodger Stadium. Then. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited. I'll be going there for the for the All Star Game. Me and Rob will be there. Uh, so any. Any tips or any oh, so uh, anything that I should look out for when I'm there to really enjoy the experience? I'm open to all it's, suggestions. It's so awesome that you park, you park your car or whatever, and then you walk down into the stadium. Like I think that's so cool. You don't like walking all over Boston just to get yeah. to uh, your workplace, Rob? No, uh, yeah, yes, <laughs> but but it's it's uh, yeah, it, and and go rich that game. Not to you know not to um, poke the bear here, but. That game, that 18 inning game, you guys, oh, you guys won as a Dodger, but that game was yeah. like, you, I mean, we're talking about it was seven and a half hours long. And you're yeah. like, this is still great, 
They served 800 Dodger dogs with the media that night. 800. 800. 800. How many did you take? Yeah. I mean, I, I, cannot, I cannot confirm or deny. It's protein. It's all good protein. Yeah, protein? You good. got your carbs? It's all good. It's good at all. But it's, all it's yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm like, Dodger Stadium having, yeah, that's that's definitely one of my favorites. And, and I know they Go. want to t- tear down like yeah. Roger Center and stuff like that. But Rogers Center is nice. I'll tell you. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of there's things that you can do to improve it and all that, and they can do that. I just, you know, you're right there in the kind of the heart of the downtown a little bit, right? I mean, you're you there's yeah, there's a lot of stuff I, I like it. Up I like to do. I I I enjoy it too. Cordy, what? How many parks have you been to? So I am only missing four. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm hitting. Which which, um, which ones are the four? Yep, so I'm uh, hitting New Texas in Arlington yep. in August. Signing New yep. Texas, um, San Diego, which I'm really looking forward to eventually. Petco Park is beautiful. Yeah, I've, yep. I've seen it on the outside, never on the inside. And then I need New Mets and New New York. New yeah, York. so, wow, you got great. Those are four great. Yeah. Wow, they're all going to be. That's, I'd like to hear what your favorite is out of those four, because those are pretty, those are four really, really beautiful stadiums. Wow, you you put the new Yankee Stadium as beautiful. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. I the only thing that I don't like is that the kids can't come down through the multi million dollar seats to actually mm. in, you know interact with the with the players. So that's pretty that's pretty disturbing to me. Yeah. <laughs> so Rich, out, would, out of those four like, I just named, out of those four I just named, what is your favorite part? Uh, it's between. That it's between Petco and and Texas. Texas did a really really nice job with their ballpark. It's beautiful inside. I really like it. It's big. I mean, it's got, you know, it's it's. But I go with Petco. Petco. Yeah, it's Petco, crazy Petco. that the old Texas park that you couldn't take BP because it was too hot. So like, hot. Yeah, I mean, like literally, you never had BP because yeah. it was it was too you're, hot. You're literally well, sitting on. Yeah, the and then last the year. Yeah, and then last year uh, when they opened, you know. The team, I don't think, was very good, but they were getting 25, 30,000 fans every game because right. it was air conditioned. You know? Yeah. Same yeah. with Miami. Which I was very great. impressed by the air conditioning in Miami. Very. Yeah, uh, but they took down the uh, H&R Puff and Stuff thing uh, in, in center field. Uh, yeah, pissed me off. Right. I know. Well, of course. It was, the only, it was the only interesting thing there. Anyway, all right. Yeah. All right. Let's get to brass tacks. Chris Sale. Um, he broke a TV. He was upset. They caught him on video. My instant reaction to this was, "What are we talking about?" Like, honest yeah. to God. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, ne- and- you never been you never been pissed off before. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So, Rich, let's start. I mean, so this the he's caught on video. It becomes a viral video. Um, where you are? You were like, like what? Like this happens all the time. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I mean, he had to, you know, like Coop was saying, you gotta, you gotta air it out sometimes. It's not a big deal. What's, so <laughs> give me your best. Give me your best, Rich Hill. And there must be a good one there, man. There must uh, be yeah, something there. where you, you had to, you had to pay for something. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. There's been a few uh, towel dispensers. There's been a couple, uh, you know, as, as of recent, I'll, I'll, there was a mirror that that was accidentally may have may have been damaged in a in an incident where uh 
you know, could have possibly for one of these guys, I don't know who it was, might've been myself, had a, a poor inning, came in, had a little temper tantrum, a full diaper, uh, and uh, threw a water bottle, <laughs> threw a water bottle and it hit, I was throwing it towards the, the garbage can because I wanted it to go in the garbage can, hit the top of the garbage can, skipped into the bathroom bathroom and hit the mirror and i'm like you gotta be kidding me i'm like oh my god uh but yeah there there's uh there's been plenty of birdhouses that have been built uh you know out of guys bats so specifically my own (laughs) so in the in the the national league was, uh, was that was that a home mirror or was that a visiting mirror that was that was a uh that was a home mirror oh man how much do mirrors? How much do mirrors cost? <laughs> Still working it out. Yeah, we're, we're working <laughs> out. yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah. I mean, it's so like I hear this sort of talk radio, and I'm working for EI. Like, obviously, it's talk radio, so I don't, I, I cringe when I say that, but it is. I feel like people are tying themselves in the knots when they say, "I can't believe he did that." I can't believe he did. Well, like, here's what I would. The first thing I would say, Tom Brady, I guarantee you did it. Now what are you gonna say, right? Oh, I, mean, I, I guarantee. Yeah, you, I, no, there's no, there's no. Uh, yeah, there's this isn't. Uh, you know, I, I just think that the whole thing is. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, high stakes, right? So high stakes, people say, oh well, you need to have more self control. Now, oh, okay, well, there is there is that self control, but there's also that intensity that builds up. That you know, you, I, you we all want to do better. And it's just something that, you know, is, is extremely frustrating when it, when, when we don't. So, uh, and that's, you know, we hold, our, I think we hold ourselves to a really, really, really high standard. Now, does that mean somebody will say, well, does that mean you have to go and break something? No, but you know, it, it does kind of alleviate some of the, uh, some of the uh, steam that needs to be let off. So I don't know. I, I just, I have a very difficult time when, you know, people say like, well, I can't believe you did this or I can't believe you did that. It'll be like, well, you know, what's, what's the speed limit? 55. Well, do you go over that? Well, I can't believe you did that. Now I'm disappointed and I'm sorry. You're disappointed. If you like it, great. If you don't, great. <laughs> I, I can't root for a team of guys that speed on the road. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's just how, yeah, that's my morals. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's the way I look at it though. It's like, if, if people are, I mean, I don't think, Obviously, I'm not good. I can't speak for anybody else, but if somebody has an opinion about something, it's like, okay, that's your opinion. But if yeah. you don't, if, if you don't understand where somebody's coming from until you put yourself in their shoes. So, uh, you know, a, a, a numerous amounts of times, you know, you, you talk to people, whether it's family, friends or fans or whoever it is, and they're like, I don't know how you guys do it with so much pressure and, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, you can say that, but then at the same time, if something happens where, you know, you, you, uh, you know, break a bat or, you know, throw something or do something like that, then all of a sudden it's like, now you're looked upon as, as, you know, I don't know, uh, zero self-control, I guess. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be the one to say it. I think the video was pretty scummy. I don't know if you've gone to Polar Park yet, but no. they have almost stadium style, like tunnels going from the club, yeah. or going from the dugouts, dugout to the clubhouse, where like, if you're at the Boston Garden, like you can see the players come and go through the tunnel. So yeah. the way that this thing was shot, it, you can see Sale come into the dugout, go through the tunnel, get all the way down and then have his outburst. 
this guy just stuck his hand down like through that gap in the tunnel yeah. to record and like to me that's an invasion of privacy and sale throughout that whole thing he had the wherewithal to say like hey i'm gonna get out of the way of my like teammates to like show my yeah. frustration so like yeah and i agree with you i definitely agree with you that on that coop it's just like you know i think that uh is it something that you know guys are proud of or whatever it's like no nobody it's not like we go home and like we burn a grilled cheese and we fire the frying pan off the wall you know what i mean it's like <laughs> it's more it's more of the the pride of being able to go out there and perform to uh, the best of our abilities for ourselves for the for the 25 guys 26 guys on the roster and for the 40,000 people who are in the stands who are paying good hard-earned money to come out and watch a game and get away from all the other crap that's going on outside the stadium so that's how that's how we look at it we don't look at it as like you know okay i i'm I, poor me or you know like i i it's 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 not that type of it's it's the it's the level of of uh excellence or the level of performance that we expect when we go out there to to perform and I almost look at it the other way. If guys, if guys, you know, don't really, you know, if they go out there and they, you know, get their ass kicked and they come in, oh, well, tomorrow's another day. Oh, is it? <laughs> Cause I don't, I don't look at it that way. Cause I take, I take it very serious and I'm not saying that you have to lose your, can you say, right? Yes. You may. You can, yeah. You can, you don't have to lose your shit every time you, you come in or come out, but yeah, there are certain times where it's like, okay, you know, like, whatever i don't know you gotta blow some steam off well and and chris sale was my guy before he was your guy so <laughs> i heard, uh, that's right <laughs> he was drafted by us in fact um yeah i have heard a ton of feedback on chris sale as he was with the white Sox, and jose abreu who i respect you know probably the most out of that clubhouse right now yeah, yeah. when he talks about leadership in his early career, he always, always brings up Chris Sale. That Chris yeah. Sale was far and away one of the best leaders in that clubhouse. So yeah. that right there tells me all I need to know about him. Yeah, that's it. And, and you know, you see guys that do things the right way. You see guys that go about their business. They're prepared. Um, you know, and I think part of it is, you know, some. it's just – it. I don't know what else to compare it to because it's just like the the stakes of 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 the game are taken that serious. But I think you that's know, why but... people have such like a tough time of grasping it because it, there is nothing to compare it to in your like their daily yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's you, like you don't you're not looking forward to to cooking that grilled cheese every five days. You know. <laughs> well, no. Yeah. What? Well, you know. Yeah. And I think the other side of it too is just being able to the relatability, I guess, for, for baseball players, for everybody is at some point, everybody played little league to, to some extent and everybody thinks it's still like a game. It is, it is still a game, but it's a game with, you know, big, big consequences. You guys and, are playing and, at the, high, the highest level possible, you know? Yeah. And if, and if, and if you're playing at that and I've been fortunate enough to play every year, every year you don't win the world series, it's a failed season. It's a failed season, and I never realized that until you get to the to the World Series, and once you do it, it's like, yeah, this is exactly why we play this game. It's not for a paycheck. It's not for uh, the, the glory or any of that stuff. It's to win the World Series, and it's such a, you know, epiphany or a aha moment once that comes around, and and uh, 
you know, that's what I want everybody to experience, but you don't experience until you actually get there. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of the past, and you've been very generous with your time and you're sitting in the Fenway parking lot right now. So we want to let you yeah. get out of the car. Um, but I do want to get an update. How are you doing? Uh, I, last I saw you, we were walking out of uh, stock standard Wrigley field and, uh, and, and, uh, on our way, on our way. And I went over to the glorious ballpark the next day over to the glorious guaranteed rate field. Such a nice place. And, um, but, uh, but last time I saw you, Rich, you were leaving. How, how are you doing? What's going on? I saw you out with a knee brace. Um, what's, what's happening? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll quick last thing with wink, uh, with Josh, I think he'll enjoy this later on in his career when he'll look back and say, yeah, I remember when I said that and it was a, you know, misstep. It was a learning opportunity. And in the the meantime, we, we will all enjoy it in the, in the immediacy of everything. No, I know. Uh, feeling better. Uh, MCL is definitely taking some like massive strides in the right direction. The knee brace has helped tremendously. Uh, you know, it's kind of keeping it uh, neutral and not torquing on it. I just felt it on that one pitch, um, you know, at, at, at Wrigley. And, um, again, I, that's the other side of it is like, well, why didn't you come out of the game? It was like, <laughs> cause I'm, you're out there competing and it's like, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know how to explain it, but anyway, um, you know, didn't do, uh, more damage to it, thankfully. And, uh, by staying in and, and, uh, the, the brace is helping. And I think, you know, within another week or so, or right after the all-star break, I think we'll, we'll be good to go. That's the way it's feeling now. I've been able, I got out to a hundred and, uh, 140 feet yesterday playing catch, was able to get on it a little bit and felt good. And, uh, the day before that 120, I didn't even think I was going to be able to play catch, uh, you know, um, on, on my feet. I thought I was going to have to kneel and throw, but, um, it started feeling pretty good. So we were able to get out there and play catch, which well, is good. It keeps the arm going and well, Rich, in the if, right direction. If, since we're at the park, the same park right now, if you can score me some PRP injections for my hamstring, which I just pulled, I would be yeah. very appreciative of it. So All let's right. go. All right. All right. I'll get, I'll get Masai on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be in the dugout in about 15 minutes. Uh, okay. All right, Rich, man. Th- always great to talk to you. Thanks so all much. All right. Thanks. And, uh, thanks. Courtney, yeah, thanks good luck. Good seeing you, Rich. I'll see you. Nice to meet you. Thanks okay. to everybody. Remember, baseball isn't boring. There you go. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 